I made my way to the lake on a blustery Wednesday afternoon. I had agreed to help with the installation of a sound sculpture by Nigel Hellier, also known as Dr. Sonique. I went without any kind of knowledge as to what to expect. I certainly didn't expect to get quite as wet as I did. So what's the title of this work that's on the lake now? It's Padme, which means lotus in Sanskrit. Take these off and roll up my trousers. So what are you going to be doing here? This is just going to go into the uh, water, water mm-hmm. and we see whether it floats the right way up. We don't know yet. And and can, could you describe it for me? Um, so basically, you see these units are... Uh, there's solar powered and digital audio chips. There's a that carbon fiber wand has a mercury switch in it, so it's motion sensitive. And they're just basically going to float in the lake as a sort of swarm or ensemble. That's a theory. They might all fall over and come to a sticky end, of course. But <laughs> well, I've um, made digital audio solar powered projects before and. Um, Quite a lot of them have been associated with water or water sites. Uh, I have done one uh, fairly large floating structure before. In a sense, it's experimental. Um, as you can see from this morning, that I still have to do some trimming and to get the structure sort of trued up because uh, you know it's the nature of, of building something. You have to kind of almost do iterations to to get it right. So it's a, a bit alarming when you kind of first. Uh, put something like that in the water and it doesn't exactly bob around the way you expect it to. <laughs> no, no, we need someone here, we need someone here. I've got my boots on, let me take them off. No, 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 no. I'll come around that side. Maybe not. Oh God, am I sinking? Kind of based on sort of biological forms, and um, it's kind of fact it's a circular kind of floriate type of um, work, and the sound is I mean the sound's very modest and very quiet. It's some um, just insect sounds. In a sense, it, it sort of emulates a sort of natural um, soundscape, a kind of an acoustic ecology. I mean, if you look at it, what do you what do you see? Well, I see. A See floating forms, okay, they look very mechanical, sort of Star Warish. yet there's sort of a, a, a quiet beauty about them. So it's a, it's a sonic piece. It's like a, a lotus floating, well, it's, it's a lotus that's sort of going to float across the lake and it will suspend in this sort of I guess silence and light. I had to install um, a digital um, solar powered work in a big uh, hydro dam in Korea and the actual work was installed on the site of a destroyed village. And so um, if you think about the acoustic ecology of uh, an environment, when it's developed or uh, clear fells or flooded, the actual soundscape changes quite radically. and. So the, the initial project, um, which was called Metadiva, had 30, um, 30 units, um, which were all based on natural history sounds from those areas. And 
in a sense, kind of uh, became an ersatz soundscape that was reinserted into the space and with fairly low tech, just little digital audio chips, much like the one in, in this work. Ironically, people don't recognize it as such, they actually think it's natural. Most people think, oh, it's not coming from the work, it's coming from the surroundings, because uh, strangely enough, those things in, in groups sound spookily real. <laughs> I've never really, uh, I've never really grown up with the TV, so I've not watched. I basically don't watch television, and um, I, I think I was a little bit alarmed working with video the way that people focused um, in a very sort of centered way on the moving image within the context of an architectural or sculptural um, situation, and I still think that. Combining video and sculptural objects or um, video and architectural space is actually a very problematic because the, the modality of viewing is quite different. Whereas I realized that sound works essentially in a spatial way, um, aligned with the th three dimensional space and architectural space. So I kept the sound, and um, that was, I think, that's really where it comes from. I think. In general, the public art projects are always the most problematic just because of having to deal with so many people or organisations. And then if you're working with any kind of technological uh, aspect, whether it's electronic or uh, mechanically moving parts and things, it's the issue of maintenance. I do quite a lot of work with kind of sonic cartography, mapping space and um, sort of interactive surround sound stuff with a group called Audio Nomad at University of New South Wales. And we're hoping to um, port that content across to mobile devices like iPhones or iPads so people can walk around the site and have sort of have encounters with um, fragments of, of history. Can you pull down a little bit on that? I think we are thinking about doing another one which is a little bit more integrated and uh, I, I would like to do a, a project where I collaborate with um, say electrical engineering and the biosciences, the life sciences to develop a kind of environmental um, sound art system. Um, that would be ideal. <coughs>